0: You are now listening to Grinding True Crimes with your host, Maddie Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby Gabby.
2: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome into another episode of the Grinding True Crime podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, along with our narrator for today. Gabby Gabby, And the other host of the show, Todd Fox. And we are back live, breaking it down, another case for you guys. But before we get into all that... We gotta let you guys know where you can find us. Find us on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, uh, find us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Podbean. Just type in the Grinding True Crime Podcast, and there you can find some of our previous recording as well as our last week re- recording uh, from Gabby Gabs. So, with that all out the way, uh, you got something to say?
0: Yeah, real quick. Listener discretion advised. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. This one's not for the faint of heart. Take it away, Gabby. i part two. Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: Alrighty. So, last episode, we left off on his second victim, which was uh, Stephen Tuomi, if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. So, this time, we are going to get into, finally, all the intermediate incidents that happened. Ooh. So following that murder of tuomi he actually started looking for people to kill now
2: oh
1: you know before he met up with people and stuff and then if they wanted to leave he would kill them so now he was trying to encounter people he would go to the gay bars and then he would lure them into his grandma's house so right there as usual he would drug them before he engaged in sexual activity with them and then once he got the victim unconscious with the pills he killed them by strangulation so that seemed to be his method he liked strangling people wow so two months after that killing he encountered a 14 year old
2: oh man
1: native american male prostitute his name was yeah 14 years old his name was james dox tater so he lured them to the house with an offer of like 50 dollars so that he could post for nude pictures supposedly huh. but once they were there they had sex and then dahmer drugged the boy and strangled him on the floor of the cellar
2: oh,
1: so he left the body in the cellar for how long do you guys think before he got into the whole dismemberment
2: i am gonna say
0: three days i'll, I'll go 48 hours
2: He left him there a whole week. Whoa. Wow.
0: Dude, you Uh, start decaying about three to four days. Yeah, you get rigor mortis after 48. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, he left him for one week, and that's when he finally dismembered him. Uh, The same way he did with Tommy. You know, he placed his remains, except the skull, in the trash. And then he boiled the skull so he could retain it before he ended up pulverizing it.
0: God. See, sound- On March 24th. Huh? I'm sorry, I was just going to say, he sounds like a witch doctor, how they keep all the skulls together. Yeah, right?
1: Yeah. Ugh. That's nasty.
0: I can imagine the stench. Ugh. I can't imagine the stench. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: If we were cops in that day and we walked in there, we would all vomit.
0: <sighs> yeah, I agree.
1: So on March 24th, 1988, he met a 22-year-old bisexual man named Richard Guerrero outside the gay bar. He lured him to the same place, the grandma's house. And it says, although the incentive on the occasion was just to spend the remainder of the night with him for $50, he drugged him anyway with the sleeping pills and then strangled him with a leather strap.
2: Mm.
1: Then Dahmer performed oral sex on the corpse.
2: Oh, wow.
1: His body was dismembered within 24 hours and then the remains, he disposed of them again in the trash and kept the skull, and then he finally pulverized it several months later.
2: That's gotta be something so sick to do anything sexually to a
0: dead body. Yes. That's that's terrible. I mean, like, uh <sighs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, pretty disgusting. So on April 23rd, he learned another man another young one to his house but after giving him drugged coffee both him and the victim heard the grandma call him and he said is that you jeff (laughs) so he replied in a way that his grandmother could think you know he's by himself there's nobody there Mm -hmm. so um she wouldn't know but dahmer decided not to kill this guy because the grandma was there so instead he waited until he um became unconscious and he Ended up dropping him off at the hospital.
0: Wow. Lucky dude. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Thank goodness his grandma popped
1: up. That one escaped. And in September, so we went, let's see, his last killing was March. Now it's September 1988. The grandma decided that he needed to move out because she was tired of him bringing men to the house at night. The smells that were coming from the basement and the garage. So he ended up finding a one-bedroom apartment and he moved there on September 25th.
0: Did she think that so follow- he had bad hygiene? I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I guess she figured he's just messy and because he keeps bringing men and drinking. She must have
2: thought that's what it was. But 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 here's my thing. I, I don't know if you guys ever smelled a dead body before, but there's a different type of smell. And yeah. why didn't it make her investigate it or call somebody or say something like, hey, something's <laughs> going on with my grandson. It's a weird smell downstairs. Like, you know, can someone come? Somebody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's old. I get that, but still. <laughs> that's well, I mean, I would have smell.
1: investigated. I would have, but I'm saying, like, if nobody knows you have those kind of issues, they're not really going to suspect that I
2: guess, it's death. I guess. If it's, Like I said, death smell is, you You know death smell.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. a very distinct smell. Yes.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, she didn't like all that and she kicked him out, but at this point, she didn't know anything.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: But the following day of him moving out, he was arrested again for drugging and sexually fondling a 13-year-old oh, boy whom he had lured to his home on the pretext of posting for nude photographs. Oh, come
0: on now. Is 13 it, years old. Is this 88 or 89?
2: This is 88. My birth year
0: why aren't there freaking laws that could have locked this douchebag up i mean this is this is child pornography this is pedophilia i mean he should be going to jail
1: i agree his um so he finally went to court january of 1989. he was convicted of second degree sexual assault and for enticing a child for immoral purposes yeah now what do you think happened once
2: they convicted him. Okay, from my last episode, <laughs> he got like three slap on the wrist. A lot of slaps. A slap on. So now on this episode, I'm going to say he got his fourth or fifth slap on the wrist.
0: Yeah, I think I think his I'm going to go with Matt. His wrists are pink, slightly pink, and that's about it.
1: <laughs> so,
0: nothing happened exactly.
1: Wow. They decided to suspend the sentencing until May why so they suspended it they moved it till May of 1989 so it was going to be months before he got a did sentence did he
2: do some things with the judge <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just, did he look handsome like like, was it something that he did to get him off scot-free five times Jesus Christ okay,
1: no, this, so January nothing happens he gets this, away with that right
0: this guy is not handsome by the way man Oh okay okay all right. Oh, all right.
1: He looks monster. And well not monstrous but you can tell the man has issues.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, all yeah. Right. So March 20th he decided to be absent from work for 10 days, you know, for Easter. Okay. And then he decided to move back to his grandmother's. Okay. 2 months after that and prior to the sentencing for the sexual assault, he murdered his fifth victim. Oh my. Oh, so This one was a 24 year old mixed race model named Anthony Sears. Dahmer met him at a gay bar on March 25th, 1989. And on this occasion, he was not really looking to commit crimes. He wasn't thinking about death and murder. But shortly before closing time, um, Sears started talking to him. So he lured him to his grandmother's home and they had oral sex. And then he drugged him and strangled him
0: man.
1: The following morning, he placed the corpse in the grandmother's bathtub. He decapitated the body before he attempted to fillet the corpse. Wow. He then stripped the flesh from the body and pulverized the bones which were again disposed in the trash. And further out, he said the reason he did all that is that he found him exceptionally attractive. And he was the first victim whom he permanently retained any body parts from. So he preserved his head and genitalia in I knew acetone. It. I know it. And he stored them in his work locker. I know it. So when he the following year he moved again, he took the remains to his wow. house. Wow, I
2: knew it. Jesus That's Christ. There. Yeah, <laughs> pretty. Look, man. Me, me, and my genitals have a bond connection. <laughs> like, there's no way in the world. <laughs> no, man, no. If, I'm not gonna walk around.
0: If there was some sort of like, like ghost or you know poltergeist that's gonna come back to haunt the person that killed him, that dude should have came back and be like, "You got my genitals, damn it! <laughs> Bury my genitals!" Yes. <laughs>
1: Like, God, that's pretty nasty. That's though. nasty. This dude is sick. Wow. Yep. He wanted him on display. So Jesus. on May 23rd, 1989, he was sentenced finally because of the, you know, the assault to the child. To child yeah. He was sentenced five years probation and one year in the house of correction with work <sighs> release permitted so that he can keep working. Wow. And that's when they finally required him to register as a sex offender. It wow. only took how many times? Like thirty. Like, what? But still, times? it's like after all that, you only get one year mm-hmm. in a correctional house.
0: That's still not enough. That's nothing.
1: And he gets to go out regardless. Like that's that's pretty stupid. So two months before the release from work camp, um, he was paroled. His five years probation had began at that point in
2: 1989.
1: Okay. On release, he was temporarily moved back to his grandmother's home. In May, 1990, he moved to the Oxford Apartments located on 25th. And although he was located in a high crime area, that apartment was really close to his workplace. You know how much he was paying in rent by then?
0: Uh, I'm gonna say 200 bucks.
1: How much, Todd?
0: Uh I would say three.
1: Okay, yeah, you're you're right. It was three hundred dollars, and that included all of his bills except electricity.
2: So (laughs) so, if I can have rent for three hundred dollars, I'm gonna be one rich son of a
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) Dude. So he was released already at that point. He's out. All over again. So now we're going to go into the 1990 year. Okay. On May 14, 1990, he moved out of the grandmother's and into that apartment. Okay. He took, you know, Sears' mummified head and genitals with him. Where did he hide this? Uh, He had them in his work locker, and then when he moved, he took them. Okay. Within one week of moving to his new apartment, he killed the sixth victim, Raymond Smith. Smith was 32 years old. He was a prostitute. And he lured him into the apartment with the same thing, $50 for sex. But once he was in there, he gave him a drink with seven sleeping pills.
2: Oh, yeah. He's going night-night. And he
1: manually strangled him as well. The following day, he purchased a Polaroid camera and took pictures of Smith's body in suggestive positions before he dismembered him in the bathroom. He boiled the legs... Arms and pelvis in a steel kettle with soylex, and that allowed him to then rinse the bones in the sink. He dissolved the remainder of his skeleton, excluding the skull as usual, in a container filled with acid. Oh, after good. that, he decided it would be fun to spray paint his skull that he placed along the skull of Sears on a black towel. Oh, wow! So now he's adding color.
2: Wow. Oh,
1: that's nasty. Yeah. So one week after that, um, around May 27, he lured another man, young man, to his apartment. But it says on this occasion, he found himself accidentally concerned. He he consumed the drink with the sedatives that was supposed to be for the guest. Mm. So when he woke up the following day, he discovered the intended victim stole items of clothing, $300 and his watch.
0: So uh-huh. he didn't kill
2: this guy. That's what he did. He got
1: away with being, with robbing him. Wow. But he never reported the incident. On May 29th, he did tell his probation officer, though, that he had been robbed.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got some nerve to report anything. You got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got robbed, but you sure it robbed six other people of their lives.
0: Yeah.
1: In June 1990, he lured a 27-year-old acquaintance named Edward Smith to his apartment. He drugged him and strangled him. But this time, instead of putting the skeleton in acid, um, he decided to place his skeleton in the freezer for several months in the hope that it would not retain moisture. But freezing it did not remove the moisture and then his body ended up being acidified anyway, several months later when he realized it didn't work. Hmm. But he accidentally destroyed the skull when he was placing it in the oven to dry. (laughs) So the skull exploded.
0: So wait, when he he first opened the refrigerator like months later, he's all, hmm, some cola, purple stuff, Sunny D, oh, corpse! Let me throw that in the oven. (laughs) Man, this guy's guy's demonic. That's...
1: Yeah. yeah so so he didn't end up keeping that one because it blew up
0: <laughs> Jeez, that's the, that's terrible i'm sorry i'm i'm just trying to picture it and she says it blows up i'm like she, He's like oh i overcooked it you know like you know like <laughs> you, you, know, you put like those uh things in the microwave with a plastic bag and it kind of or <laughs> plastic steel it goes too long and it like puffs up and then boom i'm picturing that i'm sorry you Man. know you know
1: what's so bad though like You know, later on, when he was asked about this particular murder, Mm -hmm. he mentioned he had felt rotten about the murder. But why do you think he felt rotten?
0: That the skull exploded. It didn't cook right?
1: He had been unable to retain any body parts of this man.
0: Oh, what was him? Oh, my God.
1: That's what made him feel rotten, not the fact that he had killed him. Freaking sicko.
0: That's disgusting. Wow.
2: I'm already at the point where I want to know what happens to this guy. Cause I'm, cause I'm serious, man. I'm like, what? I hope he gets murdered.
0: You're like, fast forward. Fast, oh, forward. fast forward already. I can't take it. So
1: I'm going to mention a note they made about why he would do things like that. He said it was his way of remembering their appearance, their physical beauty, and he wanted to keep, if he couldn't keep them there with him whole, at least he could keep their skeletons.
2: Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So
1: less than three months passed after he killed Smith, he encountered a 22-year-old Chicago native named Ernest Miller on the corner of 27th Street. Maybe I don't know if that's where the prostitutes met up or what. Sounds like it. But Miller agreed to accompany him, also for $50. Wow. And further agreed to allow him to listen to his heart and stomach. That's a pretty weird...
0: Yeah, it's a weird request. So when,
1: he, <laughs> Yeah, when he attempted to perform oral sex on Miller, he was informed that it was going to cost him extra. What? Yeah, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. so oh.
1: Miller told Dahmer that if he wanted to give him oral sex, he had to pay him
2: more.
0: I want to hear what Matt's going to say, because I think I know where okay. he goes.
2: <laughs> so I had to, first of all, I, I had to rethink about that one. So so Miller was going to perform oral sex on Dahmer, right? No. Oh, on Dahmer. So the prostitute is telling you, if you want to perform sex on me, you got to pay me more.
1: Yeah, because Dahmer was paying him to go with him and let him to accompany him. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so okay. he hired him as company and then... He wanted to hear his heart and his stomach, so that's what he okay. was paying Miller for. Okay, and then the but when he thing, was trying to give a moral Miller said, "No, no, no, that's going to cost you more."
2: So, 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 Todd, don't, don't laugh at me, Todd. I'm okay, <laughs> trying to keep it together. I know you. <laughs> so, but yes, you did. So, so, let me get this straight again. He promised him fifty bucks to to have sex with him, or to spend time with him. This to, is dumb. To go back to his place. Uh huh.
1: Just to accompany him oh, just and to, so okay. he could listen to his heart and his stomach. Oh, okay, 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 right. But then Dahmer was trying to perform oral sex okay. on the guy. I got it, I got okay. it.
2: Okay, now that makes sense. Okay, got it. We're on the same page. <laughs> you know what I was going to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right we'll keep it PG. So when
1: he, <laughs> <laughs> when he charged him more for that, you know, that's when Dahmer decided to give him a drink with the uh, sleeping pills. Oh. On this occasion, though, he only had two sleeping pills to give him. So he killed him by slashing his corroded artery oh. with yeah. the same knife that he was using to dissect the other victims.
2: So this guy was still alive. So he's,
0: yeah. he he killed him, this one.
1: So Miller bled to death within minutes. Oh, Dude,
0: that means, that means he was gushing blood all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What yeah. do you think he did next?
2: I'm going to say he performed oral sex that he promised him he would do because he's sick. And then he probably he ate blood. I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think he as he's performing the oral sex, he's like, I got a freebie. <laughs> 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 I'm, sorry.
2: I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. That's act out, Todd. You know that, right?
0: <laughs> he's, like, he's like, and I get a <laughs> freebie,
2: <James. laughs>
1: It's just the way you saying that. It was too funny. <laughs>
2: I got a freebie.
1: <laughs> so what he did was um, he posts the nude body for various suggestive Polaroid photographs and then he placed it in the bathtub for a dismemberment. But he kissed and talked to the severed head while he dismembered the remainder of the
2: body. Well that was a little more far-fetched than I thought of. This guy's this guy's got something wrong with him. Like seriously. Yeah, think? <laughs> What's that, nine victims? Oh, geez. She's yeah, I think 20. it's
0: nine. She's seven? On eight, I think seven or eight. Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Sorry, I'm not even counting. It's a good thing you guys are keeping track.
0: Trying to. <laughs> is, it's a lot between all the other crap. Yes.
1: <laughs> so then he wrapped his heart, his biceps, and portions of the flesh from the legs in plastic bags and put them in the fridge so that he can eat them later. Oh. No. Ah! He boiled the remaining flesh and organs into a jelly-like substance, and then he um, he was able to rinse it off the bones, which he meant to keep, so he could preserve the whole skeleton. He placed the bones in light bleach solution for 24 hours before allowing them to dry on a cloth for a week. The severed head was placed in the refrigerator before also being stripped of the flesh, and then Painted and coated with
0: enamel. Mm. Okay. So he's becoming sicker and sicker. Mm. Okay, so this was this was, was nineteen ninety, right? Yes. yes. I just Googled right now uh nineteen ninety one. So he's a he's ahead of Silence of the Lambs, because that's when that debuted. You wow. know, and they're talking about killing cause this is what it sounds like. It sounds like he watched Silence of the Lambs and he's freaking going into that character. The way he's eating the flesh and stuff.
1: Oh man. Uh, yeah, this is like around. Let me see.
0: It's around mm-hmm. April. Yeah, you said of May yeah. Oh yeah, he's already is, he's before it.
2: Yeah, this is my question here. Not uh-huh. a question. This is a statement. He seems very intelligent. Like he seems like the fact that he knows how to preserve a body, how what you know what chemicals. And blah, blah, blah. He knows how to dissect certain things. He could have, if he was sane, he could have been one great butcher. You know what I'm saying? We could have had some good filet mignon or something. But, but this guy is sick.
1: <sighs> Remember, his daddy trained him since he was young. He was already I, asking questions. No, but
2: dang. He seems very intelligent, but he used that brain to do some stupid, sick stuff. Mm.
0: God. Yeah. No, I, I, so, th- I think you'll see later, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so only three weeks after this, um, on September 24th.
2: Mm.
1: Okay, so this must have been when he killed him. That was like more into the year then. Mm-hmm. So on September 24th, he encountered a 22-year-old man named David Thomas oh, at the mall, and he persuaded him to return to the apartment to drink. And he gave him an additional money offer, and he would pose for photographs. So he told the police later on when they picked him up, you know, that after he gave him the drink with sedatives, he didn't feel attracted to him anymore, but he was afraid to allow him awake in case he would be angry over having been drugged. So, of course, he couldn't release him. So he strangled him and dismembered the body, intentionally not retaining any parts whatsoever because he didn't like the guy no more. He photographed the dismemberment process and retained the photos.
2: Oh, wow! Can, can
0: so I, can I just say something uh-huh. real quick? All these strangulations, you know, the average strangulation and and the complete choke out of somebody, if done right, I'm talking just if done right, is three to five minutes. Yeah, I would
2: say yeah, it's about three
0: three minutes. That's so. Sometimes there's been cases where the guy is strangling the woman or whatever, and it takes like ten minutes because you know he's not he's releasing or he's not. Grabbing the neck, right, and it's not cutting off the circulation or the the airways, then that person is struggling and dying slow, slower. So, how many times has he freaking strangled one of these guys, whether they're conscious or not? I mean, that, oh god, that, that's even as bad as the, the actual murder itself or the the dismemberment. That's a terrible way. Yeah. To go.
1: that's. Yeah, I guess that's what makes it easy for him. The fact
0: that they're unconscious, so yeah.
1: he has the right grip in the right areas. They're not going to move.
2: They're not moving. Yeah, it's probably quicker than three minutes.
0: That's a good point, but disturbing it as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: he took a little break from killing. How long do you think that lasted?
0: Uh, I'm going to say two months. I, I have to agree. It may, Maybe 60 days.
1: So he waited five months. Wow. But... On a minimum of five occasions between October, 1990 and February, 1991, he did try to attempt um, to lure men into his apartment. So the only reason he didn't kill is because nobody, everybody was rejecting him. Wow. He did complain that he had feelings of anxiety and depression to his probation officer throughout all of 1990 and frequently he referenced to his sexuality you know his solitary lifestyle and financial difficulties so from there they realized that he had been having suicidal thoughts as well
0: so we have to get the serial killer help now
1: yeah so now he's letting the officer know that he needs help
0: oh poor baby yeah Yeah. poor guy I know. I know. Gabby feels really sorry for him at this point.
1: Absolutely, you know, I all this compassion in me for people like this. <laughs> I should have been his therapist.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have entered your therapy room, but he wouldn't have exited.
2: Exactly. <laughs> you guessed correctly. <laughs> this guy is. Good. I'm still. I'm still like trying to, like, because I'm new to this. You guys know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like I just can't believe the the way he's killing them. Well, first of all, like like Gabby mentioned, they're unconscious, so you know a good part of it is that they didn't really feel what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're dead, you got a dead corpse in here, and you are treating it like 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 it's Plato. You know, you dismembering it, you cutting it up, and you you did all, like, something, something got to be something wrong with his mind. That's true. And I just want to, I just want to get to the ending to find out what happened to him, but I can't. <laughs> You'll have to wait, my baby. Oh,
0: I got to wait. See, Gavin oh, this one would shock you.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I told him, that's why he kept asking me. I'm like, nope, nope, no more. You want me to keep
2: getting into it, babe, but you need a moment? No, keep going, keep going, keep going, uh, because it's very, it's very working my nerves right now. You too, Todd. Dan, you too, man. You knew about this story. (laughs) You should have warned a brother. (laughs) I tried, I tried.
1: (laughs) He couldn't tell you much. I know, I know. Okay, so now we're in 1991. And then this was in February. So he didn't wait long when the year started. He observed a 17 year old named Curtis Strotter standing at a bus stop. Mm. And he lured him into his apartment with an offer of posing for nude photos again. And he would pay him with the added incentive of having sex with him.
0: Oh, wow. So he
1: drugged and strangled him with a leather strap. Then he dismembered him. He retained the skull the hands and the genitals oh. and he photographed every stage of the dismemberment process oh, that's nasty
2: so he must have been attractive to him too because he saved his, his yeah jump.
1: now he he saved his hands now too well
2: so he must have had really so now soft it's hands. not
1: just the skull and the genitals less than two months later on april 7th he encountered a 19 year old named errol Lindsay. he was gonna go get a key cut Lindsay was not homosexual. So he lured him to his apartment. I don't know how, because on this one it doesn't really specify. Mm -hmm. But um, he lured him there and drugged him. He, okay, this is, uh, I guess this is the sickest part to me. I'm not going to say the sickest part, but it's changing now. And it's just like, who thinks of this crap? okay? Okay. He drilled a hole into his skull and poured hydrochloric acid into it. This guy's still alive. He's still alive? He's still alive. He's drugged. He awoke after the experiment because, you know, Dahmer's plan was to induce a permanent, unresistant, submissive state in the guy by doing that. And so the victim woke up and says, I have a headache. What time is it? In response to that, he drugged him again, and then he finally strangled him. He decapitated Lindsay, retained his skull. He flayed his body, placed the skin in a solution of cold water and salt for several weeks Mm, in the hope of permanently keeping the skin. And then he disposed his skin reluctantly. Okay. He did not want to, when he noted that it had, um, frayed and it was brittle. Hmm. in that creep like who thinks of that let me drill a hole into this guy's head and make him like how a zombie so i can do what i want with him like
0: what how did he survive having a hole in your head yeah i i don't get that either that's like was it how deep
2: like ah and the pain dude like i, I know you was asleep when it happened but when you wake up you gotta feel that
1: he was out of it like that's all he said I have a headache and he was asking what time is it Jeez.
0: imagine that that's creepy that's but, creepy.
1: yeah so by 1991 um the his fellow residents there where he lived at the Oxford Apartments were complaining now to the manager about the foul smells that were coming from the apartment 2213. 213 in addition to sounds of falling objects and occasional sound of a chainsaw. Oh, geez. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> now they going <feel> the call.
2: <laughs> now they're, they're the
1: tenants are complaining to the manager. W- what do you think the manager does?
2: I think the manager knocks on his door and say, hey, you know, we're getting complaints. Can you keep it down? Or can you
0: do something about it? I think that's all he did.
1: What do you think, Todd? I don't know if you know yet, but what do you think?
0: Well, I'll just say for the hell of it, I think he, uh, I think he tells him politely, stop trimming your trees inside the house with a chainsaw. You know,
2: like, <laughs> you know
0: knock, knock it off, man. Knock it off.
1: <laughs> so he did contact Dahmer in response to the complaints on several locations, but Dahmer excused the odors as being caused by his freezer breaking, causing the contents to spoil. Whatever he had in there and on later occasions he told prince will which is the manager that the reason for the odor was that several of his tropical fish had died and that he would take care of that matter (laughs) so the manager did not even investigate did not even want to see hey what's going on how you have the place nothing he just went by whatever he told him wow
0: this is like yeah
2: yeah he's getting every break and 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 look if i'm the manager there I, I'm sorry, but I'm going into his house when he's at work. Yeah.
1: Hey, you have the key. I have
2: the key. I'm, I have to investigate myself. I'm not going to touch anything. I'm just going to look in there and do a thorough investigation myself. And if I see something out of the ordinary, then that's when I'm calling the authority. But you got to investigate that.
1: I think I would have definitely called the cops and been like, hey, it stinks horribly. Like something's got to be wrong in there.
0: Yeah, do something.
2: Yeah. Wow. He let it be, so. Well, that, that manager gets manager of the year. I mean, sure does. Totally. <laughs> he needs an award. Man.
1: So on the afternoon of May 26, 91, he encountered a, another 14-year-old. Oh, come on. His name was Lao. Oh, no. His name was not Lao. Sorry. He was a Lao teenager. Named oh, okay. Con- I'm like, wait a minute. that doesn't sound right. <laughs> his name was Conorak Synthesumphone.
2: I, I don't know. I, I I noticed he likes to get people of other ethnicities. Yes. Because it sounded like a few of the names that you mentioned. I'm just going off of my blackness. It sounded like they were black guys. Yes. Okay. Oh, he, so you're um, mostly into African-American. Okay.
0: Yeah. He um he lived in an area in in that town that uh, at the time was like, if I were to go to my school in Inglewood, he was the only white kid or white guy in the wow. name, basically. Yeah. It was all it was all wow. black residents.
1: Wow. Yeah, it was like um For minority what like Pacific Islander, a Middle Eastern or Oh okay or African American. So he was the minority. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So there's the coincidence with this boy.
2: What's the coincidence?
1: Okay, he has a relation to the past and to the beginning of his story. What do you think it is?
2: He was the first boy that he touched where he got away with.
1: What do you think, Todd?
0: Uh, I know, I know the uh, answer, so I'll give a wrong answer. Um, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just, let's see. He was a, he was a Brewers fan like uh, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry.
1: The coincidence is that he was the younger brother of the boy he molested. Oh, wow. So this was his younger brother. Yeah. When he molested that kid in 1988. Wow. He approached him with an offer of money to accompany him to post for pictures. So when he he was initially reluctant to the proposal, but then he changed his mind and decided to go anyway. When he posed for two pictures in his underwear, um, Dahmer drugged him into unconsciousness and then performed oral sex on him. Yeah. How do you hunt a 14 year old kid? Like if that gets you going, you gotta be the biggest pig. He
2: is a pig.
0: Yeah.
1: I know, but it's just like, I mean, you know he's twisted and all these murders and crap, and when it comes to, like, grown men, but you're talking about a child. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, you, you, (sighs) that's nasty. That's sick. So he drilled a hole into his head as well. He injected the hydrochloric acid on the frontal lobe, and before he fell unconscious, he led the boy into the bedroom. So there was already the body of 31-year-old Tony Hughes who had he had killed three days earlier than that
0: mm. still on the bed
1: it was on the bed laying naked oh no, on the floor on oh. the floor wow so Dahmer thought oh he's gonna see the body you know mm-hmm. but he did see it but he didn't react because of the effects that you know the sleeping pills and the hydrochloric acid in his brain
0: godly wow. so
1: soon he became unconscious and then that's when he um, Dahmer drank several beers and he laid alongside him before he left the apartment to drink at a bar to purchase more alcohol. So he hadn't killed him. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was just unconscious. He left him there and he went to drink. In the early morning hours of May 27, he returned to the apartment and he found the kid sitting outside naked on the corner of 25th and State, talking in his language with three distressed young women. So he approached the women and told them that the boy was his friend and he needed to take him back to the apartment. So he grabbed them by the arm and the women were like protesting like they didn't want him to take him. They found that odd so they called 911.
2: So the police arrives.
1: What happens next?
2: Okay. I I don't know but you did say that police were stupid in this one. So I'm going to assume this is the part where they're stupid and I'm going to say he let him go back. He didn't say anything. He said, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. That's
0: fine." I'm I'm going to say that um with a poor dark man, a dark kid, 14 years old with a hole in his head and three women complaining and a white man trying to lead that little dark-skinned boy away to his apartment, the cops um, did the right thing, and um, no, they didn't do the right thing. <laughs> well, what would they do?
1: So when the cops showed up, it was John Sack and Joseph Gabrish. Well, that
0: says
1: it all. <laughs> <Fires>.
0: <laughs> Fires. That says it all. Yeah.
1: He, he actually relaxed. He told the officers that this was his 19-year-old boyfriend. Oh, and he had drank too much after they argued so he frequently behaved that way when he was intoxicated. The women got really exasperated and one of them attempted to indicate to the officers that the kid was bleeding from his butt and that he had struggled against Dahmer's attempt to walk into his apartment. The officer harshly informed her to butt out and shut the hell up.
0: He's like, no pun intended, butt out. (laughs) (laughs) Butt out. Wow.
1: (laughs) He said, butt out, shut the hell up, do not interfere, and he decided, he told her that the incident was a domestic incident.
0: Oh, this is, mind her business. yeah, this was such a, a case of let him go, Johnson. He's in good hands. Wow.
1: So that's... against the protest of the women, they simply covered him with a towel and walked him into the, into Dahmer's apartment.
0: Oh, that's, uh, yeah. So this
1: would get stupider, babe. Okay. Mm. You ready? Yep. <laughs> so they walked to the apartment, You know, they wanted to verify that the claim that he and and, and the boy were lovers. He showed the officers the two semi-nude Polaroids he had taken of the kid that evening, the previous evening. The officers did notice a strange scent coming from the extremist inside of the apartment. Mm, And it was, of course, the decomposing body of Hughes that was on the floor in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. He stated, That to investigate this, one of the officers peeked his head around in the bedroom but really didn't take a good look. The officers left with departing remarks that Dahmer take good care of the boy.
2: (laughs) Wow. So
1: you're a cop. It stinks horribly. I cannot imagine that you would think that stench is normal. You go and peek into the bedroom, but you don't walk in. You just peek, you see nothing, let's go
0: that's 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 beyond stupidity because wow you you have been trained in police academy to smell a dead body so yes you should know what it smells like and they're all like korean huh okay have a good evening <coughs> you know they just like they're thinking it's korean barbecue wow what's going on
1: okay if you were a cop and you did that wouldn't you at least check out the guy like like what? who is this person what?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd run a check on him. I'd ask for the kid's uh, ID. I'd be like, well, let me verify he's of age. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: These idiots didn't even conduct a background check. If they had, they would have known he was a child molester. (sighs) And that boy would have been saved. He was already out. So of course, that didn't happen. They left the apartment. And immediately, Dahmer decided to inject more hydrochloric acid into his brain and finally the injection was fatal so he killed him the following day may 28th he took a day's leave from work so that he can devote himself to the dismembered him dismemberment of the body of the boy synthasem and hughes wow and he retained both of their skulls of course (sighs) so i'm gonna leave this one here guys wow I think you guys need a breather from all this.
2: Yeah, that, that, I, I see why. That was the most dumbest cop that you guys talked about. Hey, is there another dumb incident with the cop, or that was the one?
1: Um, I'm not going to talk about uh, that. Yeah. You'll we'll yeah. have to wait.
0: Yeah, you need, you need to need the rest of the story. Dang it. Yeah. But, but
1: now uh, you know why we said stupid cops.
0: Those are, those are Milwaukee's finest. Shout out to Milwaukee Police Department. <laughs> I thought you were the Bucks fans, thought.
1: Now they or, should win the award.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> haven't done much right this year, and uh, apparently back in 1990 as well. Oh, my
2: God, man. How you just going to peek in the house and say, yeah, it's all clear?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: You see a kid's bleeding. He's naked. All this drama. He don't want to leave with you. You shut up the women's.
2: I you, If I'm them women and I find out that this hey
0: that's that guy who murdered all these people oh well you'll 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 find out later in gabby's story what the community does but just just know right now i mean they're a lot smarter than the freaking cops as of this point yeah the cops are completely stupid
1: you know this is another lesson for the men you have to listen to a woman's intuition but no
0: and, and you know what? Here, here was what I want to add on this though. My thoughts on this episode, Gabby. By the way, great episode. Um, I just want to say the difference between women getting raped. If you were to switch this around, women would make calls. It'd be, you know, yep. when when a guy gets raped, who knows? Maybe the kid was still like, like, oh no, no, you know, because they're embarrassed. Kids and guys getting raped, they're they're so not gonna go to the to the police. That's why the gay community has so many rapes, but they're never yeah. ever. Most of them are never filed
1: it's yeah. shameful to them
0: yeah yeah so i mean this is the 90s we're talking about too or late 80s early 90s a lot of these guys don't want to know to to tell their families they're gay let alone tell the police so yeah ugh. it's just, it's just terrible that these men had to suffer cuz this monster you know
1: yeah and it's so sad he was so close to escaping i mean clearly he was already messed up because he had already injected the acid into his brain but he could have been safe to a certain degree
0: yeah i mean he, he may, didn't have
1: to die
0: yeah he may have lost some brain cells but he would have been like you said he would have lived but jeez yeah i just what what same police officer sees a a, a boy bleeding from his backside and his head and he's like well it's just a lover's coral go on inside it's cool yeah yeah
1: yeah your automatic response would be let me see some id both of them
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: but 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 Todd brought it up. He, he, he Dahmer's a white guy, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. The white kid guy. was like a black guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That explained it all, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, this guy can be trusted. Trust me. Yep.
2: <laughs> Back then, it was kind of different.
0: And he's uh, the, the cops are like talking to the women like, hey, hey, hey. No name calling here. Shut up, you whore. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's in good hands. Trust me Yeah. are yeah. like, a cop. <laughs> come on. He's OK. You hor you you three hordes and hoodlums <coughs> you get out of here Man. I
2: can't wait till next week till we hear the, the rest of the story
1: it's pretty disturbing huh you guys feeling good
0: no, no I'm pissed off no. I'm uh, I'm having too many visuals and it's uh, not good that's uh
1: yeah I've been having bad dreams so I'm not gonna lie
2: yeah
1: this sucks.
0: Because, I mean, you go from last episode with a whole, like, it feels like a cheese grater over the skin. And then you go to this one, you you got acid, you got bones, and, you know, bodies exploding, bodies left open, filleted, and it's like jelly status. It's like, no, dude. Yeah,
2: he's, he's well over 10 bodies so far. I think he's at
0: 13. Yeah, he's reaching so that. So far. Point. Yeah, he's, he's up there. He's up there. Oh, Jesus. So Thanks, we'll God. continue
1: this on the next episode. You are welcome. I am happy to inform you of all the sickos.
0: Mm -hmm. Not
1: happy for what they did. I'm just happy to put sickos out there because that way people can learn to observe people's behaviors and take that as a big warning freaking sign and not just trust random people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because don't – let's see. I think the moral of this story, if you're asking me what's the moral of the story of this episode, I'm going to say – when these guys were offered the, the $50, I'm going to say $50 is not $50. You know what I'm saying? Like if they say, well, you know, I'm going to get naked in front of a guy. I don't have to have sex, but $50 is $50. Don't think of $50 as $50 because $50 just got you killed.
2: Yep. Yeah. I totally agree, man. I totally agree. But, uh, yeah, that is our episode for this week. Jeffrey Dahmer Part 2 and his sick self we are concluding this. With all that being said, before we go, we got to let you guys know where you can find us. Find us on our pages, all of our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify. Just type in the Grinding True Crime Podcast and you can listen to some of our previous shows, previous uh, recordings. So, with that all being said, we hope you enjoyed it. This is Maddie Matt. Maddie Matt. Uh, and our narrator for today Gabby Gabby and the other host of the show Todd Fox we are signing off toodles peace